Moses says something very similar in the time of the of the Exodus. He says this, it's recorded in Deuteronomy chapter 10. Now Israel, what does the Lord your God require? Do you see that word require? It's demand. It's not a request. It's a requirement. What does the Lord your God require from you? Fear the Lord your God. Walk in all his ways. Love him. Check this out. And serve the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul. We know that. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. But here it is. It's serve. It's worship the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul. Keep the Lord's commandments and his statutes, which I am commanding you today for your good. Friends, I've been thinking about this for a while, and I, I wonder how much of American, and I know some of you are listening in other places of the world, and I can't really speak into this, but I wonder how much of 20th century American worship model, how much even some of the 21st century American worship model was created and designed to cover up the lack of justice, the absence of mercy, and the failure to walk humbly in front of God. I wonder how much of it was designed to say, hey, if I, if I give God one hour a week, nobody will hardly notice but if I live for God 168 hours a week and serve Him 168 hours a week, I'm going to be considered weird and strange and a bit of a freak. Do you suppose that God has been delighted with us at the end of whatever we call worship, our ceremonial sanctuary worship, with us standing up and singing 26 choruses of how great is our God, but we've refused to live humbly. We continue to pad our expense accounts. We refuse to love and forgive our neighbor. We forgive, uh, we refuse to go to bed angry with our spouse. And we just ignore what God has to say. And before you say, yeah, that's when that contemporary worship music came in. That's when the church went downhill. It's the same thing whether we're sending 26 verses of well, how great is our God or 18 stanzas of just as I am until just one more comes. It's just as if we, we forgive ourselves for the lack of justice, the lack of mercy, and the lack of humility. And we just sing a little bit louder and a little bit longer. What do you think might happen in the world if nobody was allowed to come to a worship service? Now that's an odd expression in and of itself, isn't it? Worship service, why do we call it that? I don't know. But what, what do you think might happen if no one was allowed to come to a worship service, if no one was out to enter the doors of the sanctuary unless they could really prove that for the last 168 hours they were doing justice, loving mercy, and walking humbly with God, obeying all of his instructions. What might happen? 